Uh, the big news out of this. They have, cri- hey, they have crystal chicks that are like, like a uh, little chicken, little crystals. They're amazing. Brian and I just shared a look. We're really not sure what to make. They had crystal pups too, Brian. You would love those. They're like little mini hot dogs. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. Echo, echo. This test, is David test. Smith. Hey, listen, we're coming at you from Training Room Delta. <laughs> Don't give away our secret location. Hey, Undisclosed. Training Room Delta this week. We had to change locations. <laughs> Hopefully you can't Delta. tell. Hopefully they can't tell. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, if it sounds a little different, that's because we're in Training Room Delta. Yeah, but who are we? Oh, yeah. Well, I know. I already said who I was. I think I, I, think I spoke over it. I'm David Smith. I'm Scott Weeby. I'm Brian Chesco. Guys. Hey, Scott. Hold on, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, you guys are actually going to be able to hear Brian this episode. Nice. Because Scott's making Brian hold the mic. <laughs> he literally is holding the mic, which normally is set on a table in front of us. But Brian is holding his mic this week, like pasted It's about the chin. same. It's about the distance a uh, 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 <laughs> careful father or mother would make their child hold an ice cream cone to make sure that it's staying right near their mouth. That's true. You get that. You don't let that drip. Brian, you're going to have to pull it, pull it. Just back back it off a little bit. You're going to have to pull there that ice cream cone back better, off yeah. your mouth a little bit. It's too close to your face. We're going to figure this thing out. We will. We'll figure this one thing out. One day, we will be good. One, <laughs> one day. Maybe one day. You'll get there. <laughs> Baby well, steps. I have to say, even if we're not good tonight, I'm excited for our agenda. If you listen to our show, you know that we, we kind of put some notes together. This doesn't yeah, just sure. happen on its own. No. It sounds like it does, but it doesn't. Listen, you two obviously put prep in. We yeah, plan. I got lots. You in. guys are going to cry. We plan this nonsense. <laughs> However, we're going to cover last weekend's 10 Premier League matches the way that only we can with all of your favorite do segments. We have to included. cover all of them. Yeah, no. absolutely, we do. I like to not go. There's something one. like 97 goals scored in these 10 matches. Yeah, that's true. This was a fun wow. weekend. It was a fun weekend. There's, a, there's no, good stuff. No, no, no. You know what? No, there was nothing fun for me this weekend. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you want to talk about that now uh, or do you hey. want to wait till we start? No, let's talk about it right now. I'm right, just, I just, I just mean fun. Weekend. I just mean fun in the narrow sense. I don't mean broadly. Looking at the big the picture, this was one of the worst weekends that's ever the, happened. Yeah. The only thing that I got right this weekend. Was picking up Gabriel Jesus on my fantasy team. Praise Jesus. Arsenal loses, gets schlacked, and I'll save my real thoughts for that. Okay. But they got schlacked. Yes. Embarrassed. Yes. It was embarrassing. That's yeah. what I texted my Chelsea friend. He he texted me. I'm surprised you texted him at all. I'm sorry, and I just said embarrassing. Yeah. Very. And then I get to Sunday night, and I am from Georgia. Yes. I am a Falcons fan. Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta NFL. Falcons in yep. the NFL, not even, a Super Bowl and or NFL football podcast. That's correct. This is not a football project, uh, NFL football podcast. But the Super Bowl could get a few notes because Scott before likes game. to compare the NFL season mm-hmm. and or playoff season, mm-hmm. and this is the culmination of correct. American sports is American football, right? Yep. Atlanta Falcons, they get to their second Super Bowl. They started the year three and five and finished eleven and five. Went on an eight game, really a ten game winning streak into the Super Bowl. Nice, playing probably better than any team in the league, bro. Yeah, oh yeah, the biggest Super Bowl comeback ever was ten points, and it happened three different times. That's right. Atlanta was up twenty 
five points, yeah. twenty-eight to three. I know midway. Than, I know more than one person that turned it off through the third quarter. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I don't sure. feel great. I'm not celebrating, but I'm I'm looking at some funny memes and getting some good cook out of things. <laughs> so it comes down to the end of the game, and. I don't want to relive it because it's painful. But yeah. Atlanta loses the game in overtime. They give up the most points, the biggest lead ever in Super Bowl history, and they lose. And they did. And it they in, lost. And they did it in basically one quarter and a few minutes. It it yeah. it basically also came down to two plays uh-huh. where there was a. I don't need to get into it, but bottom line is there was a there was a sack and then a penalty that pulled him out of field goal range, so they couldn't kick for three points. Anyways, it's painful. The whole weekend sucked. You know who was happy about the? There's only Plus, two. Plus, I was up in Pennsylvania, away from home, and I had to buy two tires because two other <laughs> well, tires. I mean, that's, so not I, only that's did like all my sports teams, really. but then I have to spend money on 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 five hundred fifty three dollars worth of tires. Your personal problems can't. You can't let that dictate my your wife feelings. Rolls, my my wife rolls a friend of mine's four wheeler and cracks like fender and other Again, things on it. We're into personal. I mean, this is this is <laughs> it not. Was a, it was a. It was a sucky weekend. It's not sports related. Look, what I was going to say is there's yeah. only two two groups of people who are happy about about the outcomes of anything this weekend. Yeah, and that yeah. New Englanders and Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the truth. I'll go with that. I'll go along with that. So if you're a Nazi, you probably had a great weekend this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what that has to do with anything. Well, but, oh. it's because I. It's because there's a lot of reasons. Let's let's yeah. move on. All right. Anyways, there's all been right, a so lot that's already happened on this podcast. How's my volume? Yeah, it's all right. Okay, great. Better than I was this weekend. Let's keep going. And that was Dave's Atlanta moment. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. As I was saying before, uh, we're gonna have some segments. We're gonna we're gonna cover your John Stones ownership update. We're gonna give out oh, the Cameron man. Jerome. Wasteful Player of the Week Award. We're going to actually get a Dave's Arsenal moment. Brace yourselves for that. We're going to have a How to Say. Yeah, Yeah, we are. Someone brand new to the Premier League. I can't wait. We're going to introduce a new segment to the podcast. Hey, I just got those texts from you guys. What? It just came through. You're going to edit this, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) It's called the Manager Quote of the Week. We decided to go ahead and just make it a new segment to the podcast. Manager Quote of the Week. Manager Quote of the Week. I've got got a pretty good one. new music for that. Ah, Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, sure. And uh, I'm going to give out my fantasy half point with the return of the lame limerick that only I can write. And then the whole thing will end up in a round Are you now calling it the lame limerick? Is this not lame? Uh, This one's lame. This is the worst one. Really? Yeah, but it's fitting. There's it's only an one honor. way that a limerick, limerick is not lame, and that's when it's completely filthy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I support that 100%, Brian. There's no men from Nantucket in okay, my great. limerick this week. <laughs> There'll be no need for a squeaky toy. What okay. else do we have on this that's podcast? That's a lot of stuff. So it I is a lot. So I we just need to go ahead and get on to the matches. Yep. On to the matches. Thank you, Brian. Chelsea 3, Arsenal 1. So... Marcus Alonso, Eden Hazard, Cesc Fabregas get the goals for Chelsea. Olivier Giroud with a consolation goal late. Dave, my first question, just to get this conversation started on this match, I turn to you and I ask you, should Marcus Alonso's goal have counted, the first goal of the match? I've never been so 50-50 on a, on a decision. Sure. You mean you can't even decide whether it's a bright, I bright yellow No, dark orange. No, 
I, I, I don't Burnt think Sienna. I think on some level a player is able to have a, a distance that's reasonable to have his arms extended to kind of protect yourself. Alonzo's taller, jumped higher than Bellerin. His arms weren't farther outstretched than like a normal, like I'm kind of holding my space. It just happened to catch Bellerin. So clean. So square, clean. Square in the jaw. It, yeah. Right in the jaw, right where you see boxers knock people out. Yeah. And it knocked him out. You can tell. Bellerin's body yeah. goes limp. Mm-hmm. It, it goes in that weird – in NFL football, we, we, we see this a lot. It looked terrible. When someone gets see, knocked did out. Did you see him immediately after? Yes. And, and, and in MMA. Oh, yeah. It's this weird – it's this weird thing, and when I saw it, I'm like, he's done. He's out. He's out of the game. Yeah. And I'm like, Chelsea in one play knocks out our arguably our best defender, and and goes and up scores. one nil on it. Yeah, and scores. Yeah, and it was. Just, you can talk about him more in the injury roundup because it's. A, I, it is a concern. There's a lot of people that were up in arms saying that that was a foul. I'm not gonna. Like I said, his arm was. Yes, his arms were out. But it wasn't obnoxious. I don't think he was actually looking at Bellerin. He probably saw him in his peripheral, probably bracing himself a little bit. But I thought it was reasonable. Yeah. So that goal brings Alonzo up to second overall in defender scoring. He's just one point behind Gary Cahill. He's had a great last. Alonzo's couple of like months. leading the defender yeah. lead in scores. And he's now the most expensive defender because yeah. tons of people are transferring. He probably him. should be. Yeah. Although, someone I like better, but Alonzo has been scoring really well. Hazard with a great individual effort. To score his goal. Yeah, he made all of Arsenal's players look like talk tiny about baby embarrassing upon yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, jeez. Is getting in the <laughs> pwned. Oh my goodness. He walked That's, he just walked through them. Not owned, being pwned. Yeah, like in the like a like you're like a gamer. Vi- yeah. Yeah. Hey, Any gamer listening no. knows what that means. That was complete pwnage. No, but but embarrassing would have to be Peter Check giving up that third yeah, goal. Yeah, that was the worst. So easy, Fabregas wouldn't well, even celebrate. Hey, Dave, I got a question. At that point, it, things didn't matter yeah. at that point. Entering right. the match, Arsenal had lost uh, three games Yeah, in their last eight. Yeah. Which is as many. Arsenal had lost three three matches in their previous eight which is as many as they had lost in their previous 30. Yeah. Thank you, 442 Stat Zone sponsor. us. Well, I love that. So now you're at four losses in the last nine. Yeah. Are you are you, are you on the ledge with Arsenal no. here too? No, I'm not on that. No, I'm not worried about them not There's no the title. Four. There's, no, there's title no title. Hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll get I don't to think that. there's a title race for anybody. I mean, I know Spurs think they still have a chance. Chelsea is racing themselves. If they somehow figure out a way to have, if they have an injury to Conte or Costa, I think arguably they're two most important players. If they have an injury to one of those two guys, you know, maybe, just maybe, someone who gets hot can catch them. But I believe the season's over already. That's weird. I, for, think, the, for, I think the title's for over. The title. I think the race for the top four and the relegation battle are going to be where all of the excitement is. And I think, yeah, I, mean, I think both of those races you could still be got epic. five teams racing for the top three. At this point, two through four, yeah, yeah, and, and you got six clubs right and now, and then you got six clubs at the bottom, and right. three or four of them looked pretty good this weekend. They yeah. did, and you've got a couple just above those bottom six who are who are sliding down a little bit too. I'm looking at you, Bournemouth. So and look, if Chelsea gets um, complacent, maybe they maybe they they maybe they drop some points this weekend uh, at Turf Moor with Conte. I, mean, I don't see it. Probably not. You're right. Probably not. Uh, you're not Chelsea, Tom Heaton. 
Chelsea's upcoming schedule at Burnley, Swansea, at West Ham, and Watford. The rest of the way. Yeah. No, it's good for them. They just went through Liverpool and Arsenal and beat them both. So, um, well, they, well, they drew, they drew Liverpool, Liverpool and spanked four Arsenal. points out of a possible six yeah. against those two teams. But no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about Arsenal um, in the in the race for the top four. You want to do your moment, or do you want to talk about three people? Well, I mean, most of the Chelsea players. I mean, I don't think anyone's changing their minds in any. In no, anything. I don't think that. Well, they've been one. in first I, for so there's long. There's one guy. Hazard's okay. been been yeah, soft but, a little I, bit. No, he's except been, for this weekend. I think I was going to say he was good this weekend. He's been very good, but that's not what fantasy Premier League owners think. Obviously not. Well, his ownership is down. He's been sold nearly four hundred thousand times since week sixteen. Well, I got to believe after this weekend this it'll week, come yeah, up. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, even in this, even over the stretch of the past like seven weeks or something, mm. his ownership around Hazard's price at ten point. Two, there aren't many people like De Bruyne at ten point six, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, then you have Sanchez at eleven point eight, and then you have Ali and Erickson at like eight point eight. Uh, well, 8.9. then you've got then you've got a run of guys like Mesut Ozil. Sure, but who in the hell would buy him at this point? Uh, Who's going to own him? Nobody. No. Someone's too probably expensive. owning him. Too expensive. But why? That's your, what I mean. your points per pound are horrible. I'll tell you who owns him. Six point eight percent of people own well, him. That's surprising. That's not. That's not. That's that's. I'd expect about that. The Anyways. one that the one that is in that price range that you would just say, who in the world? Why why do you still have him? Anthony Martial is owned by two point four percent of people yes. at nine point two million billion. Who did you want to talk about? I want to talk about. So that was the first one. Alexis Sanchez. Something happened this week for the first time. It hasn't happened since week twelve. With Sanchez, Alexis, his price dropped. Really, he went from eleven point nine to eleven point eight. His last five, seven, eleven, eight, four, and two. Do you drop him? No, I'm not dropping him. If you own him, you could easily go to Hazard. Their upcoming schedule is Hull at Southampton, at Liverpool, Leicester. I see goals, 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 goals. Sure, you do. Arsenal in your tied dreams. With Liverpool. <laughs> Arsenal tied with Liverpool. I know. I think I know where you're, where you're going to. Arsenal's tied with Liverpool this year with, with total goals overall at 52. So scoring goals is not a problem. So who they're scoring them against is Sanchez a goes back up to back up top. Giroud bench. So that's the second guy. So then it's kind of one and I don't one know a. If that's going to happen. Well, Giroud went did go to the bench this week. He did. You're not. What about Danny Welbeck coming back? You're not afraid of. You're not afraid of Giroud losing some time here. I don't know, man. He played and scored again. I know it was in garbage time. It didn't matter when he was uh, the super sub. I mean, he kept coming in off the bench. True. It's it, true. It I don't know. Brian, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Look, I really you don't. You did. Wait, are they the newest version of, of City? City? Yeah, seriously. Hey, well, listen, it, I tell you this. If I'm Wenger in Arsenal management, I'm getting well back in the game until he gets hurt again. His appearances have been fantastic. I'm getting that guy back in the game. Mm. He his See, defensive work rate more. is amazing. His attacking threat is amazing. He's been out for long and enough that he might be a little hungry. He's got fresh legs. Oh, yep. of course he's hungry. Yep. He the last two years he's gone through two different knee injuries that have set him back. He is he is absolutely hungry right now. Arsenal needs hungry players because what hasn't been showing up, and I'll get to it in a minute, is 
hunger on the field. So you dumped Giroux. I dumped Giroux. And brought in Jesus. I did. So you did exactly the thing that we said. You yep. got Jesus at nine. At 9.1. 9.1. He had been up, but you sold Giroux at 8.7. I did. Giroux is now down to eight and a half. Because I got, got two hundred thousand people sold yeah, him, which I got, was half of his ownership. I got rid of him just in time. So and I, I got him now. Jesus is already up at least to nine point two. Right. What I'm saying is, I feel like the intrigue here affects a massive amount of Premier League owners between Hazard, Sanchez. No, I mean not Giroud right. anymore. But what I'm right, saying right, right. is, Hazard and Sanchez are obviously the two gigantic names here. Hazard has never... He's only wavered a little bit, and his ownership has been crushed yeah, he for had half the season. He's games there that just... Alexis has only gone up and up, and now all of a sudden it's like a few people are saying, you know what, I can probably dump Alexis, earn myself a dollar, get Hazard in there, and maybe well, spread the wealth a, a little point. bit more in the midfield or or go up a bit at a striker. Yeah. Well, and we've been saying how much value there is at lower prices in the midfield. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a very expensive asset that you have. You can do a lot with that money. Do you know how many points he scored? 168 yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a ton of points. And he has and he has goal explosion at any moment, and he seems to still care. And, and he he's got doggies. Wenger by the ball. <laughs> Wenger is scared to death to pull him out of a game to sub him. He, yeah, he'll make, play every game. You make a game. good point, Brian. You know, the fact that yeah, his last two matches, four and two, he might be due for a brace coming up soon. I just think I'm not pulling him out. I get it, but what I'm saying is, I feel like there's decisions to be made. Hazard is not a terrible, uh, not a terrible drop off. You might be able to win either way. That's the good news. How many minutes have we been talking about this? Too long. Let's get to my Arsenal moment. All right, let's do it. You're you're eager. Let's 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 hear some catharsis. I'm gonna curl up under a desk here in Squad Room Delta. You're gonna love this, Brian. Can I just say before you start, this was so necessary for Dave. That he oh, actually yeah. typed it out this week. Holy cow. Well, I realized how much faster I could do it. I finally, it took me like, you know, a year and a half, almost a year, whatever, to uh, to start typing it out. So I did. I typed it out. Okay. Go ahead. Because I'm a pretty fast typer. Good. 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 Yeah, sure. Great. Yeah. Welcome to I haven't timed myself words per minute, but you know. <laughs> we'll, got, we'll buy you a typewriter Let's for your next birthday. Let's do that during the uh, commercial break. A Smith and Corolla. Did you ever have one of those? No. What's, what's going on? Our, what's going on no, at Arsenal? Was it, it was a... <laughs> I think, it, I think it means Type Smith writer. Corona. How much are you going to edit this? None, I hope. I'm probably going to keep that in. <laughs> All right, good. Go ahead, Dave. Dear Arsenal, it was Groundhog Day this past week, and Poxitani Phil saw his shadow again. So we get six more weeks of winter. And while this fun, whimsical theology is fun to enjoy every year, what isn't fun is seeing Arsenal Football Club have their Groundhog Day again. Arsenal leads the league with Liverpool and most goals scored. Yet they also lead the league with most seasons with players with no spine or bottle. Arsenal, yet again, has the talent to make a run at the Premier League title, yet they have come up short again in February. Maybe it's Wenger. Maybe all the pundits are correct. But I challenge the players. Where is the Pires? Where's the Henri? Where's the Gerard? Where's the Giggs? Where is the Lampard? Can no one step up and be a leader? Or is every player on this team a kitty? And I wanted to use another word. When? Just bleep yourself. 
Will Vanger demand more? When will there be a locker room fight because someone's finally sick of this crap? I'm ready for this. When will Arsenal management feel the same way? Mm, that's the question, right? Your club yeah. has peaked with Arsene Wenger. I think there's no question about it. You might win a cup here and there, which they finally have the last couple of years, uh, two and three years ago specifically in the FA Cup. Well, But they're not going to win the league. This is my problem. I've coached sports teams before. I've coached uh, – this is not a basketball podcast, but I've coached basketball and – American soccer. And what is so important with any type of team is a leader, someone to follow. And when you look at Arsenal's team, you don't know who the leader is. Yeah. You don't know. They got a bunch of pansies. They got a bunch of soft-spoken pansies. Now, I think there's a couple younger guys who who could do it. Like Oxley Chamberlain, I think he can. But he doesn't get the, the consistent enough playing time in, mm-hmm. in the team. Mm-hmm. I think Welbeck might be a guy like that. I feel like Ramsey could if he could stay healthy. Yep. I think the guys that could can't stay healthy. So yeah. they don't have they don't have the uh I don't know what would be the word, the the No the, one's following them. No one's listening. No. Yeah. No. The Pied Piper. <laughs> Sanchez is too too I mean he wants it bad, but no one's following him. But he's him. not a leader. Yep. Yep. He's a baby inside. He's a baby that wants to win real bad. But I'll take that guy. I'll take that guy because he really wants to win. Anyway, he would be great alongside a leader. Unfortunately, absolutely, that doesn't exist there. Yeah, I think it's time. Tottenham one, Middlesbrough nil. The lone goal, a Kane penalty kick. Harry Kane owners rejoice. Boy, there's not much to say in this one. There's not. It was a bit tepid. Yeah. Uh, and that. With that said, I mean Erickson, Ali, they all had their chances. I did. Agree. I thought that the. Uh, that Arlo and the guys did a did a decent job pointing out that the Tottenham lacks that finishing verve. Verve. That at the that they get themselves into positions to score a lot. That if they could just find that one last little touch of class, they could be winning games regularly. Think, it, three and four. That's the story with the Spurs, something. right? I mean, well, it's the same old story. They're just. I don't know if it's same old. I think they're just okay, Harry Kane has yet to to really break out this year, and maybe he's getting ready to do it. I mean, what I'm saying is have multiple games in a row where he starts to become unstoppable. Like sure, he missed a good, he missed a really a really good chance. Delhi yeah. missed a really good chance. Yeah. Like, Son missed a really you know good what? chance. Like, Look, they had guys all they had guys all over the this place. This is the a Premier time. League. Sometimes you struggle against mid table teams. They struggled against them, but you know what? They got the result at the end of the day. There's right. more than and don't forget more, who they're playing. Middlesbrough. They're the masters at they are the they're, masters they're this year's at the West Brom. How many home Brown. how many home wins in a row for Spurs? I'm not sure. I think what? it's seven. Wow. That's really good. Good. Which they haven't done in a while. M- Middlesbrough, a league low, 19 goals. On this yeah, season. it's not good. It's, it's not good at all. Kyle Walker continues his good run, 6'11", 6'6", You know what I realized? Mm-hmm. I always take the side of not spending much for defenders. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Walker, his last five games, 6'11", yep. 6'6", It's Groundhog Day all over again. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah, I wasn't listening. 
No, I, did you say his numbers? Yes, I did. Six Game eleven, well, six I mean, six eight. Let's do. Hey, Brian, I mean, can, can you give me the last five on Kyle Walker? Don't you really feel like of all the guys that we should talk about here? I feel like Kyle Walker. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I feel like he kind of gets left behind. In Brian, what's those last five scores? Uh, do you know? Well, I mean, they're very good. Uh, six. I've what I've got. I've got six eleven, six six eight. Okay, oh, yeah, that's, that's really good. Right, yeah, nice bonus nice, points yeah. in three of those. Two bonus points in three of those yeah. matches. My point being, Spurs have I, had clean sheets the last four of the last five weeks. I would spend money. Um, if I can work it out this week, so I might do some shuffling. Dave, I'm assuming sure. you mean that Kyle Walker is the guy that if you had to pick between Marcus Alonso and someone else, that you would take Kyle Walker. Absolutely. You yeah. want to know what Marcus Alonso's last five were? What? One, twenty-one, mm. six, two, eight. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking Walker. Yeah. Again, oh four of the last five are clean sheets for Spurs. Right. They're what? defensively strong. I mean, he's got twenty-one points. Now they play a. a, a I think a, Walker gets in more scoring positions. I think Walker's a better player. Uh, yes, that's probably true. Uh. I feel like that Danny Rose is the guy who really He's is. a little dinged up. Is he in the injury round? Yes, he is. All right. Excellent. Spurs will be going to Liverpool this coming Nothing week. happened this game that made me change my mind about anyone. No, the only thing that I want to note is that the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award this uh, winner this week is Martin Darun. Darun. on, he had a great opportunity to level this match. It almost was a much different story. And uh, he missed it. It was, it was pretty bad. Uh, missed it to the left, even though he had a wide-open goal in front of him. So I'm sorry, Martin Darun, but you had the most wasteful opportunity this weekend. Congratulations, Darun. Cameron He's won Jerome. the worst award you could possibly win. Cameron Jerome was the player of the week. Martin Darun. Manchester City, two. Swansea, one. This was fun. Gabriel yeah. Jesus, as uh, Dave already mentioned, he was big in this one. He scored both goals for City. Yeah, he did. Gilfie scoring it for was Swansea. Until the ninety-first and a half minute. Yeah, yeah. It looked like maybe it'd be level after Gilfie scored, and then, it, and then it contributed more to the worst sports weekend in history. Yeah, understood. So obviously, uh, the goal scorers predictable. Many of us have Gilfie in our lineups. Some of us even went so far as to bring in Jesus. Jesus already. What's Jesus's ownership? Seven point six percent of Premier League owners have brought in Jesus. Seven point six. He has been added. His ownership has gone from just over a thousand from the moment he was signed to City to right now being just over two hundred thousand owners. Oh. So his ownership has gone up a good bit. Yeah, and it's only going to keep going up. Yep. Yeah, especially with the rumors that Aguero is. I mean that the. the a lot of people are saying that Jesus has taken Aguero's spot. Aguero has not played in the last three games. Jesus has started in front of him the last three weeks or the last three games. I don't know, Dave. I don't know. I think I, I what I said last week I still believe to be true. He's coming on strong early in his we'll Premier League career. He will fade before the season ends. Aguero will still have value. Well, relatively speaking, he's still way too expensive for anyone to own at this point. With 11 and 13 points, I get why people are jumping on the Jesus bandwagon. By all means, go for it. It's not going to last forever. He's not permanently taking Aguero's position. Uh, after the match, I think you're Aguero, wrong. A lot of people are jumping on the, if you want a uh, tabloid quality uh, reporting, 
casting doubt about Aguero's future, kind of to the, uh, definitely for the end of the season. But uh, I'd say definitely right now in his, he's not starting. No. So, uh, after the match, Pep, Pep is, Pep is, he's, he's a pompous man. I'm telling you, man. That guy. No is, one in Pep's size is bigger maybe, than Pep in this maybe world. Maybe if he, maybe it's something, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't want to just assume off, it's not, it's not just something lost in translation, you know, maybe that's the way he, maybe that's the way his, his English is or something, but. After the match, when somebody asked him, you know, like, will Je- will Jesus keep playing if he scores goals? If he keeps yeah. scoring goals, sure. And his answer is like, "What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> of course, he will keep playing." <laughs> I mean, like he is like, like it's the most insulting question that you can possibly ask. And then post match, you know, he in the in the more full presser, people asking him questions about. Like what was Sergio? What was your interaction like with Sergio? What's Sergio's reaction to all of this? And he he like is like on it, basically interrupting the reporter to say it was perfect. It was perfect. Why well, doesn't seem perfect? It was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It's like, let me just tell you how perfect it was. It was perfect. Like he is shutting it down. Like I probably lost patience with reporters. I don't know why. I mean, we talked about that before, but just lost it a while ago. But it's just his you know, tone, Because he's used to these these candy candy tail reporters in all these other <laughs> countries and leagues. And he, I don't, candy I don't think that's true, but we'll go with that. Yeah. All the right. thing that people are jumping on is that Aguero said, I have three months to do my best yep. and try to help the team, and we'll see what happens with my Chelsea's future. Chelsea's already licking their lips about signing Aguero. But it seems sure. weird to hear somebody they're losing like him say, Sometimes this happens. When you're on the bench, you have to wait for your opportunity. Sergio Cunaguero saying those words, yeah. not some guy. It's not, not like he went out of form. Right. It's not his fault the Premier League, fantasy Premier League site, right. had his cost astronomically high. Yeah, it's ridiculous high. Mm. We've said for a while you can't of own course. the guy, but still, whatever. It just seems weird to hear all hey, of that. I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. Caballero. Started the last two games in, yep. in front of Bravo. Correct. City's defense has looked better. Now, you mean, that Caballero, the, you mean that when players kick the ball at the goal, they didn't automatically go straight in? <laughs> yes. All yeah, of them. Caballero actually was making some saves. <laughs> My point being is we've been poo-pooing the City goalkeeper, said Bravo, and mm. or any of their defenders, and I'm just wondering if it's not, you know, with City's upcoming schedule, got a good at, schedule. at Bournemouth, um, United at Sunderland Stoke. Yeah. Bournemouth. Uh, uh, Burnley. Hey. Bournemouth. Hey, it's check this out, though, Dave. Here's your, here's your, cold, here's one of Scott's buckets of cold water in a segment we like to call yeah. Scott Scott's throws cold water, water on, our on Gabriel Jesus. Sure. Okay. Yep. As the fantasy Premier League is warning people right now. Yeah. Because of, because of weeks. Uh, match weeks 26 and 28 as potential uh, reschedules mm. for Manchester City. Mm. They're definitely not playing in week 26. They, as of right now, they may not have a match in week 28. The reshuffles are going to beginning are beginning soon. Yes. So, so the potential in week, especially week 28, we knew. Uh, I think we talked about. It. There's only six guaranteed teams playing in 26. Can I interrupt you real quick? Hold that thought. Yeah. We just finished 24, so that's how close this is. We're talking yes. about two weeks away is week 26. Right. Go ahead. 
week 28, there's a right now, there's because of the, the FA, FA Cup, Cup draw, game, yeah. none of the Premier League right. teams are playing against each other. Oh, my. Yeah. That's so the right. potential is that all of them advance. Of them, yeah. So you have the potential for only for only you know a few players being available in week twenty eight. Wow! But one of those but a guy that 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 would affect is Gabriel Jesus, yeah. along with the rest of Manchester City. Very interesting. Just a, just a word of warning. Now, Brian, Dave brought up an interesting question about whether or not the defense for City has any more value. One guy that we've been following very closely over yeah. the last several months is the uh, ownership of one. Sir John Stones. He's not a sir. One John Stones. Jonathan Stones. Ownership update. I think if we can summarize uh, the last several months in our conversation about John Stones, we could say that we think he's wildly over uh, overowned. Could that, yeah, could that man, he sure is. And guess what? Scott, go ahead. Now wait. Last week he was at fourteen point seven percent owned. Tell me it's come down a little bit more, Brian. Scott Weeby, despite your you want your for, you want your first and last name on that. I don't care. <laughs> I did it at the beginning of the pod, so it's fine. Scott, yes, despite Brian. your best efforts, John Stone's ownership has gone up. What? Up to fourteen point eight percent. They knew Caballero was going to be starting. He Scott. is plus seven thousand three hundred and thirty going into the week. He's plus six thousand and six since the end of the week. More people are buying him. Hey, he got one bonus point. What do you expect his ownership to do? Go down? <laughs> he got a bonus point. One. It's his second bonus point of the season. Yeah. Criminal. First, you got to rush to get that guy in. It contributed to his rise in defender scoring from seventy fourth to seventy second. Good wow. job. Seventy second overall. Stones. Seventy. He's the seventy second highest scoring defender. You get five of them in your fantasy lineup. Hey. And 14.8% of you are going after the 72nd ranked defender. What are you thinking? This has been the John Stones ownership update. <laughs> what do you want to say, Dave? Is anyone interested in Sterling or Sané? Sané now has a few starts under his belt. They're exciting. Uh, along, I mean, Sterling, Jesus, and, and Sané, pretty formidable, pacey. Front line. Can I just say though that I think that front three and everything else about City, they they let up for just a few minutes in this match and gave up a goal, severely cutting into John Stones' well, scoring as well as the rest of the defense. They're not good yet. They are exciting with those three guys up front, but they are not sure. Chelsea. No. Oh no, they're not I, solid understood. like Chelsea. Understood. Front but to I'm back. Just, uh, the reason why I bring that up is I don't because think so. they're going to get exposed very soon. Dave. You want to. Scott, this is a good time for the. Is this going to be the stat of the week or the Lester stat? Uh, I think we well, have co stats of the week. Co stat of the week. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, here we go. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Pep Guardiola's made 80. I'm sorry, let me be clear. 80, 80 changes to his starting lineup this season. 15 more than any other Premier League manager. Ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's amazing. So my, my point being is is Sané and Sterling, both probably good values at 7.8 and 7.5 respectively. No, it's going to crash very soon. But do are they going to be playing? Yeah. No. I idea. don't like to trust anyone. I don't know, Dave. 
This even is now, even is Jesus safe? I did start now, a city player. This yeah. is now but nine straight weeks of a significant amount of playing time for Raheem Sterling, and Raheem Sterling looks good when he's out there. He does. He has looked good. And this is three straight weeks, so you've gotten something back from him. So it's, it's four assists in three weeks. Can you do better though? It's that midfield where for seven point so... for seven point eight million pounds. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's he's still a, he's still a possible right he's still he's still a, a maybe own yeah but why would you like you don't need well, to you, stretch you, to own city yeah, players but, yeah but hold on people you are jumping own, on him right now though you That's can't the thing. own like all the top guys in your midfield so it just depends on how you set your team up I mean you're gonna have players in your midfield that are gonna be in the sevens and eights and so then it comes down to do I want Sterling over Lallana right now yeah sure probably would you have yeah. Sterling or Coutinho. Right I now, mean, Sterling, who would have thought probably. that? Yeah. Uh, you know, before January, no one, have, right? Would you rather have Sterling, or would you rather take a chance on Theo Walcott coming back for no. point four less? Sterling, yeah. but I like Gilfie over exactly. Sterling or Gilfie. Lots of people are on Gilfie now. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about him a little. In a I little am, bit. I missed the boat on Gilfie. I should have done it when you did last week, Brian, with Alana and Gilfie. I should have done the same. And there's enough value at at with Peter Crouch, Jermaine Defoe up front. You can spend some money in the midfield. You don't have to go for. You can you can you can get a bunch of top guys in the midfield, higher price guys. You could, but you can't get all of them. You cannot look get five midfielders at eight plus. You can't. Sure, you can. I beg to differ. <laughs> Fair enough. What's next? I don't know. Where are we? Hall Let's go. Liverpool. Okay, Hall two, Liverpool nil. Is that why you said that? You knew exactly where we were, but you just didn't want to talk about Sadio it. Sadio Mane's first loss as a as a red. Um. I'm not going to – okay, so the two goal scorers in this one, both for Hall. Uh-huh. Uh, Is that why sheet, they had two? Another clean sheet for Hall. Uh-huh. Um, they're looking decent under Marco Silva, their new manager. Uh, the first one is a how to say – he's going to be covered in how to oh, say. Yeah. The second one, his last name literally is two body parts put together to make up a name. Uh, which is, yeah. Omar Nias. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think I've heard it pronounced like that. I don't think that's part of the NBC pronunciation guide, but it's probably. I think that's exactly right. As a part of is it? Is that really? Is that Brian really endorses right? yeah, my sure. pronunciation? Do you do you support that? Nias, it has to be that. Nias. Look, you're trying to Omar you're the, trying to say Omar it so that the, the body parts are emphasized there. I, you're, yeah, sure. This is just his name. Well, so listen, is it uh, Marco Silva, the yeah. manager, or is it Yakupovitz, Brian? Yakubovich. Is it? Let's not relive that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that might be one of our guys. If if Gilfie, who I was going to say, your last chance to get Gilfie at any kind of reasonable reasonable price is right now. Look at their schedule, by the way. Swansea. Brian, we moved on. What I'm saying is <laughs> Yakubovich. Yeah, Yakubovich is the same. Last chance right, okay. to get him okay, at any price other than four dollars. And I gotta right say, now. he made yeah. some saves in this match. Not yes, that, did. not that he, you know, there, there's no. I'm not looking for an excuse for Liverpool, but he was solid in this match again. He might be well, the most Brian, informed goalkeeper in the Brian Premier League. Brian right brought now. it up in the beginning of the season when Hall had some good results. True. Jakubowicz, Jakubowicz was was in goal then, and since he's come back. 
He was 3.9, and that's one of my – of all of my mistakes that I feel like I, I blew it, not not, not getting him at 3.9. It was getting him at – I don't want to miss right it. Right away. I missed you, him at 3.9. You sold someone, and you were talking about how you didn't like to spend a lot of money in goal, and you brought in some – Robinson. Well, You brought I, in some you doofus. You no, Heaton. I handcuffed Heaton. Yeah. Which at the moment seemed like I still stand behind that. Yeah, sure. it's not a bad. Strategy. The only difference is is because of how good Yakupovic has been uh, at, at at his price. Therefore, it's making me think differently. Sure, but yeah, we're still talking about a goalkeeper who's in the low fours. Is he still at four point He's four point I mean, come on, don't lose any sleep over that. Brian, let's. Yeah. Uh, His last two games, Scott, have been 11 and 8. Yeah, go ahead and buy him. Against Liverpool saying, and United. I'm saying buy him. I called him the most informed goalkeeper in the Premier League, as, as controversial as that might be. I'm saying go ahead and buy him. I'm just saying don't lose sleep over this that season. Paul has kept clean sheets against United and Liverpool I know. this They're season in back to back weeks. The fact that Tom Heaton is going to duke it out with Thibaut Courtois for the rest of the year of who's going to be the top goal, goalkeeper in fantasy Premier League points says to me. Get guys that are not named Petr Cech, huh. David De Gea, Hugo Lloris, maybe Lloris. We talked about maybe. Lloris before. But what maybe I'm saying sure. is those guys are expensive. Yeah. Eaton's up to five. He's still less than any of those other guys. All right. So getting back to – Jordan Pickford's almost going to be back here pretty soon, and he's super cheap. There's no one – I mean, is it worth considering any whole defenders? Yes. It is because of, is it because of sure because why of not they're cheap and and uh, who's their new signing Ren, I don't know how to say it Renokia 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 just like the pasta he he set up a goal <laughs> he set true. up a goal and no uh, honestly he's not like the pasta but Hall's upcoming schedule he looks like he's going to make some do some damage he he could score some serious fantasy points Hall's upcoming schedule at Arsenal Burnley at Leicester Swans you got to ride out the rest of this rough stretch. Man. But they're looking good that, in the stretch. Wait a minute, stretch. that's not a rough stretch. That's a rough stretch. First two. Their matches. rough stretch is over as yeah, of this coming Yeah, but they play Burnley week. at home. The guy that yeah. I'm looking at in their defense is... They don't play at Turf Moor. The guy that I'm looking at in their defense is Andrew Robertson, based on his position that, on the that's pitch. That's who I was looking at. He's 4.3. 4. He's 3. only 1.1% owned, and based on his position on the where he ends up, he is the, he is he the, the attacking forward. left... Yeah. On the left side. He's yeah. their Kyle Walker. I'm telling you, don't yep. sleep on Ronokia. Hey, Brian, uh, yeah. how, how do you say that other goal scorer's name? The one that, Not the one with the two body parts, but the other one. This is a how to say. Not Omar in the ass. Nope. How to say this week. I think this week's how to say. in the? No. his middle name. I said his name. <laughs> okay. I think this week's how to say might be as good of a how to say as we've ever had. Ooh. I don't even buy this. Don't I my think hopes up. we can wrap up the how to say. And the music that will play under the how to say in basically one move. I don't even buy it. David, is there going to be music for this? Of course. There's always is. Well, if you decide to get to it this week, you lazy bum, can you make it the music for this how to say segment be Paul McCartney and Wings? Their classic track, Live and Let Ndiaya. Live and Let Ndiaya? Did you just give away Ndiaya. a little bit there? Hmm, interesting. Yes, it did. Yeah, and also I know we're getting dangerously close to Chris Berman territory sure. with that one. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> hey, and if you can't get wings, I'm good if you do the Guns N' Roses cover. 
Oh. Guns N' Roses did a really awesome cover of Living Let Die. So you yeah, can sure. do that too. Brian, I really want to hear the rest of this because however you just said that is nothing like I expected. His first name is Plain Old Alfred. Nice. Just like Bruce Wayne's butler or the full name of the alien that ate cats on that TV show in the late 80s. <laughs> no, not Gordon Shumway. I mean Alfred as a long form of Alf. Okay. It's a joke. You know, no, I got that. Sure. Alf's real name was Gordon Shumway. Alf stood for alien life form. Look, we need to move on. <laughs> Alfred was born Is it in... really Gordon Shumway? Yeah, of course, man. He's from Melmac. He... <laughs> <laughs> Alfred was born in Paris to presumably his parents, who are of Senegalese descent. Oh. He's a midfielder for Hall now. Was, on... he, a, was he away on AFCON duty? On loan from, from Villarreal until the end of the season. Oh. Uh, was he? He was. He's definitely a Senegal, Senegal okay. on the Senegal national team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ndiaya, Ndiaya. So you, that's how you say it. If you want to get really French about it, yeah. Ndiaya. Well, how's that? So <laughs> if, that if the difference is in for most announcer, announcers, you're probably going to hear is Ndi. So. The n it's is, like, mo- is not a, a is not a voice. It's like address a gay, n right? Die. They always say gay. Yes, but it's gay. The y e is yeah, just is a, a slight yeah, right? Yeah, and so the French pronunciation ndiaya. They mm. they get the yai ndiaya. Yeah. So that's real. So you can hear a lot of French and a lot of so Africa. How are we going to hear the NBC pronunciation guys? Ndiaya. 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 That's what you're gonna hear. Oh gosh, how can they be so wrong about this? Look, stuff? It's, I get what it's just it's just English versus trying to be really, you know, trying to be trying to be like right trying to get and into their, their into name? their into the their way you're supposed to say their, it. Their their, their town. It's, it's Brian, not like we're asking them to say their full the Kembe Matumbo name. I mean, it's Ndaya. I mean, yeah. It just means that we need to we need to publish our own pronunciation guide, and we can do that. Excellent. We're going to do that. Excellent. Very good. All right, give us that so name that's one more your time. Hottest Alfred Ndiaya. 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 Very good. Ndiaya. Leicester th- nil, Manchester United three. Mictarian, Zlatan, and a lucky Juan Mata scoring the goals. Up the Red Devils. Down Foxes. Man, you're so gloaty about this. Should Juan Mata have been I, sent listen, off with so, a red I, card instead of getting a yellow card? Because that would have completely changed the dynamic of this match. That was a brown card right there, man. Yeah, it, was a, it was a light red, dark yellow, Scott. All right. Much as you hate to admit it. Not Well, there is no such thing. So, yeah, I guess so. Because it was a dark yellow. All right. Hey, McTarian had himself a game. McTarian, man. That guy's good. Yeah, he is. It, it, I feel like every time he has a good match, we say that. But part of the problem is that we don't say that every week. Now, yeah, is that true. because Mourinho doesn't play him or because he's still getting used to how to play in England? I think and he's, he's still getting used to playing in England. And the, early on, he wasn't getting consistent playing time. Recently, he's played the last five games. So early advice for 17-18, play Henrik Mkhitaryan in your fantasy line. Probably. Hey, yeah. Well, uh, Premier League owners are throwing him into their lineup in droves. He's, he's the fourth most transferred in midfielder this week. Yeah, but, makes me okay. nervous, though. Yeah, but he's an 8.8. Come on. Do you yeah. want Erickson, Ali, or Mkhitaryan? Because they're I all went, at the same I price. I want Ali 
I want I Deli. Want both Spurs I want, and Erickson. Exactly. Before I you want take both one guys over him. If his price was cheaper in the 7.4 and 5 range, yeah, I'd probably consider him. But no people, way. Is this people just chasing goals? Yes. Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. It's a weird guy to chase his based on his price. Yeah. It's a weird guy to rush out to grab unless you have any confidence that he's going to start and play significant minutes from now on. The, okay. the key is the second part of that statement. He could be subbed off at halftime in any rough first half. Right. He has because one bad any, 45 because minutes. Because any of the attacking guys that are on the that are on the bench can sub in for him. Martial, Lingard. And Mourinho will not Mata. hesitate to do it. He will yeah. not hesitate to sub someone in at halftime. He does it frequently. And in or. Seg- in a segment we like to call, the four safe players for Manchester United are Zlatan Ibrahimovic, De Gea, David De Gea, <laughs> Antonio Valencia, yeah, and Paul Pogba. That you're right. In a you're in right. a segment, then that Absolutely. is the four Manchester United players <laughs> that are safe to own. I'm just glad and that you didn't name Zlatan for Brian. <laughs> Brian, I is, you might. as right as I've been uh-huh. about Leicester and their demise, and they are who you they feel really, bad for them. You're starting to feel bad. <laughs> Hardly. For I was wrong about, I mean, five weeks ago, I thought Pogba was going to start doing something. And I think I'm finally going to sell him, which everyone else should probably buy him this week because I'm finally selling him. But I've I've thought he's going to, he was really going to turn it on in st- the start of January. He finished December with a few good games. But his last five, 3-2-2-3-2, three, two, two, three, two, and they have been against really easy competition that they should that he should have been getting points on. Yeah, he's he hasn't talking, been playing Pogba. Pogba, okay. He hasn't been playing bad. Were you saying that as a joke? No, no, I missed it. <laughs> I was just wrong. I've been wrong. Because yeah. I've been saying I'm going to listen, and, and I've lost points playing him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, it, my, he's maybe one of those guys. He, he's not going to come out of the lineup, so there's always an opportunity for points. But he's not the guy that's going to – I thought that he was showing signs of of kind of starting to become a better player and really starting to understand the, the Premier League being in it for about three months, and I was wrong. In, in spite of fairness, what you said, go ahead, Brian. In fairness, they did say he's hit the he's hit the woodwork five times this season. <sighs> would five goals change your opinion? Yeah, absolutely, it would. But I mean, okay, I'm just saying. No, no. I mean, you're right. I mean, so I mean. But technically, even if he's been almost good, he's not scoring fantasy-wise, and that's all that I care about. Everything you need to know about United is in 4-2-3-1, those four numbers. In this match, Mourinho started out in a 4-4-2. After about 20 minutes, maybe a little less, he realized that wasn't working. It all runs through Zlatan, and they switch to a 4-2-3-1, yeah. and, and immediately they improve. Yeah. It's all running through Zlatan right now. I wouldn't own anyone except maybe at the back, like you're talking about. Valencia. They still are decent d- no, defensively. I, I wish I had the money to, to get, make Valencia, to get Valencia happen Valencia. on my team, and I do not. Valencia's last five it. games, 5-5, five, five, two, six, eleven. Yeah, I, I can't get him in there, but I would. Leicester that's not, City that's not is that. the biggest dumpster fire <laughs> embarrassment. Hey, Casper Michael. I've, English. I loved his interview. Yeah, you watched I, it. I will so, take that guy. I'll exactly. take Casper Schmeichel on so my Kasper team. Casper Schmeichel is one guy you should seems like you could genuinely feel bad for. I do. A little Honestly, bit. I, you're right, Brian. I really do feel bad for him. I really do. He seems like class with the fans, even in a bad performance. Stayed, you know, did what a good player does. You could tell end. how hard it was for him 
but to kept, kept professional, kept it in the yep. locker room with yep. the reporter who was trying to egg him on to answer some tough questions. Yeah. But also that was you know just not really giving a lot away. Can you give a twenty second version of what was done in that interview just to fill fill people? The in question was just the the question for everyone is is the team is the team behind Ranieri? Yeah. And he just said, "I'm not going to talk about it." Yeah. He didn't say Claudio's name. He didn't mention any of the players. He didn't mention anything that was going on other than what what Arlo White and the guys kind of said afterwards was. He said a lot without saying much, just in his reaction. So, the, so there, it feels like a team that is in turmoil. Is there anyone more listless in the Premier League than Riyad Mahrez? There's a lot right of now? talk about Ranieri no. if he doesn't get he, a result this week, getting sacked. Well, because because Leicester is in up. doubt. They're in doubt of getting relegated. There's no question. Uh, part of it, though, is not. I, we've all heard the stat about how they're the worst, cha- you know, returning champion uh, at this stage in the in the following season after winning a title the previous year. We've heard that stat over and over again. Every week, it's going to continue to be heard as long as they keep sliding on the table. Here's a fun stat that I got from BBC, though, and this is our other co-stat of the week. Sure. And this explains a little bit why they're not playing well. And this speaks to what you were saying about Mares earlier, Brian. So trying to segue back to that. Yeah. Leicester City are the first Premier League team. Not since whatever, just the first Premier League Ever. team to fail to score in the first five matches of a calendar year. They haven't scored in five ma- in any of their it's five the matches. It's the full reverse of last season. Yeah, it is the dongy dill, dingy dill. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to say some of that has to fall to feet of Riyad Mahrez. He does not care. You know At what? Least he doesn't seem that way. He's a personal. He's a perfect Arsenal player. Just, just yeah. Are you someone, glad you don't have him anymore? God bless. Or never did, I guess. I mean, you he'd know fit what? Right uh, in in that roster of yours. Yeah. I don't know what to think of Jamie Vardy. Mares would fit right in to a bunch of pansies. Yeah. Skilled pansies. I mean, Drinkwater no is not providing the service that he did last year. So you got to say that Conte obviously is not there. He's there's no it's not coincidence that Ingolo Conte was on the title winners Leicester last year and he's now on the league leaders Chelsea this year. That is not coincidence. Drinkwater's not doing it. Mares isn't doing it. Vardy's not getting the service that he's you know, used to to be able to pr- to put those goals in. Yeah. It's not like he's creating goals on his own. Yep. No. They were being given to they were being served, served to, to him. him last year. So yeah. there's nothing good happening there. And the other guys that they've plugged in to try to make it happen, they're not terrible. Damari Gray is not awful. Uh, Ahmed Musa is not terrible, but they're not playmakers. This can't possibly bode well for them in 16 days. When do they play Sevilla? Then the 23rd? <laughs> Who knows? They'll probably win 3-0 at King Power. I tell you what, if they somehow pull out a result, I'll actually maybe be rooting for them in that game just because it helps are. the Premier League out. It but but yeah, it, it also will be very fun for me to say that the 16th place team in England just beat the third place team in in Spain. But for our purposes, fantasy soccer, there's no one good there. Sorry, what the fox? I was right last year. You were wrong. Everton six, <laughs> Bournemouth three. Nine goals in this one. I think half of them came in the last eight minutes. Good, yeah, man. Gosh. It's the return of the quarter pounder. Yeah, it is. To the podcast. My favorite. My <laughs> favorite amount of goals to be scored. Lukaku. I don't know, though. We five. Getting get the A blink. Has anyone scored five? Team. The A blink. Yeah, Aguero did last year. I think Wijnaldum did, too, for Newcastle. 
What? Yeah, don't you remember when that? Because we tried to figure out what we tried. Because yeah. we said you got a brace, you got a hat trick, you get a quarter pounder. Four was a quarter pounder, and then a five was Abe Lincoln. I don't remember the Abe Lincoln. <laughs> I don't remember that either. <laughs> that Brian was five. Made that he's, up. On our, he's on the American five dollar bill. I Everyone in America that. knows that. I get that, but I would have remembered if you would have said, "Yeah, where I got the Abe." What the honest Abe? The That's honest the other Abe. thing. You uh, is that, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So Lukaku's quarter pounder, James McCarthy, Ross Barkley. Um, hey, assist from Seamus. Okay, Seamus Coleman. I don't have a curse for him. Oh, okay. Just an assist. Only on goals. Look, I want to be really clear. I really like Seamus Coleman. Sure. I have absolutely no ill will to I do not want him to be, especially like since most Irish curses are about eternal damnation, <laughs> I have absolutely no no heart desire to see that happen to anyone in, sure. in for Seamus or anyone in the good Coleman family. Sure. I we like the Coleman. like Seamus Coleman. We like the Coleman's. Yes. I own we, him. So. We one day, yes. Listen, one day when we have Seamus on the pod, we're going to have to give him a curse, though, because that's what we always do. For some reason, curse you, Seamus, is always yeah, part of the you know, thing. So. Well, look, lots of people are bringing him in, rightfully hey, yeah, so. That absolutely. guy, his last five games, 6, 12, 15, 5, and 4. Yeah, he has rocketed past Leighton Baines. And if, so what if Leighton Baines is on is on uh, penalties? Nope. Seamus is the man. Yeah. Um, I feel like that my move of the week this week it took th- it took three moves to do it, but mm. if effectively I went from Solomon Rondon to Romelu Lukaku this week. Oh wow, wow what good. a big so, week! Yeah. yeah, so it was good. good if only that. I had captained him. I was gonna like, say, did you do like that? a tiny percentage of people did? What were his points even without captain? Twenty one. Twenty one. So, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> and guess how many Rondon scored? Two. Two. Of course. <laughs> call that. Of course. Um. Hey, what what are we to think? I think Brian was going to say something else. What, Brian? All of the all of this <laughs> is about Everton. This whole thing is about Everton. No. And, and Lukaku being great. Lukaku was great. He's spurty this year though. Very spurty. Yeah, but he's a he is a that guy is to me a bargain at, at anything in the uh, nines. That's probably true, man. At 9.7. I mean, cuz he can do that. Yeah. And Everton's schedule is nice. The guy I was going to talk about was Ryan Frazier. Yeah. The guy I want to talk about was, da- is, I don't even know his first name, Davies. The, the, t- the blonde hair, Ben Davies. Tom Davies. What? what? Tom. Ben we should nail Tottenham. this down. Thank ben you, is Tottenham. Ben is, Ryan, I was going to say. Ryan. Yes, yes, yes. Ben doesn't not sound like right. Curtis that? either. Curtis on Hall. Yeah, not Curtis Davies. All the Davies. Tom Davies, that guy. His hair precedes him. Yeah. He's good, man. I don't think he wears any sort of shin pad based on what the position of his socks. Really? I almost said something about that whenever he had his big week. Uh, really? Who, He's who anti-shin guard? Who did they crush? Who did he crush? Who did he? What defenders did he split? Was that Liverpool? No. City? Was it City? Oh, yeah. He killed City. It was City. He had a, he had a fantastic... Yeah, because he torched John Stones at the end of it. John <laughs> Stones standing there like a statue. Well, listen. At a bargain... Living up to his namesake. Midfield, he's he's a midfielder. Yeah, four point four. His last five games, and granted, he only played the zero. That's in exactly here what I was. Was this say. past week? He only played thirty minutes. But his last four games before that, six, eight, six, and two. Yeah, you're getting that from a guy at four point four. Um, and then in the also the bargain bin is Frazier, who 
signed his contract extension with Cherries last week. You love that, Scott. You love when a guy nails down a contract. I don't know. Complacency might set in now. Uh, I think this guy, those either of those guys could save you some serious money. What, what's Frazier? 4.8. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? Only 1.9% owned. And since he took on the bigger role, he really did crush Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. But then didn't Not still just didn't have, but didn't have a role. Week nineteen is when he's been playing majority minutes. Yes, two goals and three assists in that time frame. Wow! And he is, I mean, that guy is like he's quickness. A he, he he's won yes. And honestly, you you mentioned Lester being a dumpster fire. I mean. Bournemouth is not far behind. They are sliding quietly. Oddly down enough, the they had. You're right. They and have Eddie been. Howe needs something. He's not going to bring Ryan Fraser out as long as Fraser. And it's healthy. not getting any easier for them. No, he's, he's, their upcoming schedule: City, at West Brom, at United, West Ham. Those are all bad for them. And it's all bad. That is bad for them. Even Hammers. And yeah. In spite of losing this match badly. They still scored three goals. Josh King scored two. Harry Arter scored one. Yeah, what are you going to do with Josh King? You know, own him. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry for talking well, about well played. I didn't recognize. But that he's good. Happened. He. I like Josh King. I, I, I almost wrote him down, but then I'm like, I thought to myself, he doesn't play enough. What am I going to do? Own him? You know? a, the only thing you could do is make him do what you would do with Etienne Capoue or any of those other cheapo guys. Is just make him a fifth midfielder well, and never play him. But Callum Wilson's injury might help him. Callum Wilson yeah. out for the year. It, it was good for him last year. Yeah. Josh King was good last year. Yeah. So there are some bright spots there. Uh, one guy that I wish I could talk about here, Nathan Ake, but we can't. He's languishing on the Chelsea bench. It's true. Sadly. We miss you, know, you know what? Ever since he left, their defense has really struggled. Yeah, Tyrone Mings is not filling in very well. Uh, Sorry, Tyrone. Not to call you out. It's not just you. But it's Everton not plays at Middlesbrough. Then they play home to Sunderland. Then they play at Spurs in their next three weeks. Are you getting on board the Cumin train, Dave? I've been playing better. All right. I don't know what to think. West Brom won. Stoke nil. Barahino's former team wins the Saito Barahino Derby, thanks to an early James Morrison goal. Is there anything you want to say about this? The only thing that is worth saying is that this had to have been the most horrible uh 84 minutes of football to watch after the goal was <laughs> yeah there's not a whole lot here all the talk after the match was was handshake gate about how tony pulis and mark gate. pulis and hughes didn't shake hands after the match pulis blamed it on hughes walking away to face his supporters but if you look at <laughs> if you watch the footage mark hughes is just standing on the touchline the whole time and pulis just looks and kind of waves his hand at him and Walks into the tunnel. This doesn't help your your no, feelings. No, it makes me hate Pulis even more. If that's possible, has he passed? Mar- he has he passed Mourinho? Mm, no, I'm no, guessing- because even even when they get the Juan Mata call, Jose Mourinho still manages to say in his post match interview, you know, we, "We are the least uh, uh, the least <laughs> unlucky team, team in, the, in world. the Premier League this year. All the bad decisions still go our way this year, even though he admitted." Mata should have been sent off. He mm-hmm. he, he sure. essentially admitted that. I'm anyway, sure. Hughes didn't help at all. Hughes didn't look at him at all. He was just standing there, uh, looking out onto the pitch, lamenting the loss. So enough about the mat, the managers. But still, it's 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 interesting. That was hey, all the talk. I'm sure it's been said, but Mark Hughes always reminds me a little bit of the dad from Downton Abbey. Oh yeah, sure. Um, the only thing, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> like watches that show, Lord Grantham. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Uh, 
The only thing is that uh, Barahina did play, and it did not cost Peter Crouch any minutes. That's right. We talked but about that together, and we can talk about this. We'll talk about this more in the injury roundup. There was no Shakiri in this. Shakiri did not play. Shakiri is in and out of the lineup so much. I don't think it's ever going to matter. Peter Crouch, I why not? He's still cheap. Four point nine. He went up. His last five games, 6-11, Yeah, <laughs> You can't ask for much more from a striker. No, you cannot. I don't think there's anything else to say except that West Brom well, is a different West Brom. They are. But not this week. Not this week. It was a typical 1-0 result from last year, but clean sheet for your token baggy defenders or, or uh, Ben Foster. Uh, hey, uh, as a Chris Brunt owner, you got nine points. There you go. I'll take it. Nice. Southampton 1, West Ham 3. This was the Jose Font derby. And uh, he did pretty well. He looked like he'd settled in a little bit better there for the Hammers. Uh, the goals in this one, Gabbiadini scoring a nice roof shot for yeah, Southampton. Yeah, that was a blast. Quickly canceled out by Andy Carroll. That was a crazy shot, man. It was a crazy shot. And then later we found out what the real Gabbiadini might look like when he missed a sitter. If not for the fact that Darun's goal, uh, a miss for Middlesbrough cost them a point, yeah. um, Dini might have won the Cameron Jerome Award this week. But to finish it out, Carroll, Obiang, and Mark Noble. Mark Noble! Yep. The pod's favorite. Hey, what about, uh, you know, Robert Snodgrass? He got his time this week. He did. Yep. And he's still 58 Playing on a Hammers team that's on the up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair to say, right? I think so. Yeah. They got rid of the cancer that is Payette, and they are they're moving up. They're moving up. Uh, if Snodgrass the, starts playing well, that might be a mess. I'm not buying him yet. The guy that we talked about that it, it doesn't work good because a lot of people bought him in the past few weeks is uh, Lanzini, who only plays 35 minutes. That's not... Not great, but I mean, it's yeah. not a. Uh, I think Stodgrass is still cheaper than he is. The Lanzini is the six point three. Snodgrass, Snodgrass is a five point eight. The reinforcements that they brought in in the window, plus the return from injury for a number of guys, means that Lanzini's probably going to see less playing time. Maybe he's going to be their little spark plug. Probably potentially, unless super sub. Well, there's they still have the they still have injury things. What's going so, on? So Andy Carroll, we can talk about that too. I thought we were getting that injury roundup. Yeah, let's we can save it for that, but it does matter for the oh, it does now. matter. Let's just say he only played fifty five minutes. And so he's he's nursing a groin injury. That's the reason why he didn't play past that's why he only you know who knows what he does if he stays out there the entire time. But I I mean they're still they're still beat up and they need to be, treat him delicately. What are we to make of Antonio? He's still at a 7.0. His last five, 215, 5, 2, and 2. I had to sell him, and it crushed my heart because mm. I love him. Yeah. But I, so I the, the reason why I, I hesitate is because I think there are guys that are less than 7. He's right in that mid-range of – there's a lot of guys even on his own team that are cheaper, especially Snodgrass now. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, if Snod- but that's he's guaranteed to play. And I think that I feel like that's the tough call on a lot of these guys is are they going to play most of the minutes? 
and he's solid. He's a yes. solid performer. But he did the best this year when he was all they had. When they were so depleted by injury that it was Antonio or nothing. Or nothing. And I speculated that that might stop being the case when they brought more guys in. I'm I'm wondering now that this is kind of returning to me as we are discussing this. It's possible that he's still going to be out there, but he doesn't have to be the guy anymore. No, yeah. he might be good for the random <clears throat> five slash nine. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, depending, on, especially with Andy Carroll, if something happens to him, Antonio the, could back to striker. Can, who can be striker? Yeah, Antonio, Antonio can jump right back up. Yeah, there. that's crazy. Well, I'm not buying him yet, but I'm keeping my eyes on him for sure. Southampton has a problem. Yeah, they do. Uh, the only, uh, only somebody we mentioned before, just because he's cheap and he he definitely is on the field, is Maya Yoshida. Other than that, with <laughs> Southampton, at your own risk, like and Yoshida only because he's four point two and, and he plays ninety minutes. Yeah. So. Other than that, I don't even know what I don't know that there's anything to say about Southampton. I don't want any other players. Not one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. And the tricky thing about Yoshida is, I mean, they give up three goals. Yeah. As a team, so I mean, he's still only good for the one point despite playing the ninety minutes. Right. And that's been the case for five out of the last six matches for him. Uh, Slavin Bilic, manager of West Ham, provided us with our manager quote of the week this week. Would you like to hear what he said? Yeah, I'd love to. It's pretty funny how... I the, like him. These managers sometimes say the funniest things post-match. I have to say that Slavin Bilic kind of got off track a little bit, I think. Lost his focus a bit while he was talking about Andy Carroll post-match in this one. About Andy Carroll, he said, He is a matured man. He is happy, stable, has got three kids. The key is that, and the number of training sessions. The best prevention of injuries, of of injuries, is training. <laughs> what? Wait. So Andy Carroll is a good player because he has three kids and and, and can well, continue to train. Kids have a yes. way of maturing. All of us, right? That's true. That's true. Okay. I I mean, all, the only thing he left out in that quote was the man bun, right? <laughs> I don't know. Slavin Bilic, we love you. That was a little weird. Manager quote of the week. Oh, um, somebody that we haven't talked about in a while. The reason why is because he either hasn't played a whole lot or now for f- five weeks has been, or four weeks, was, uh, five weeks was at the African Cup of Nations. Andre Ayu, who's another guy that's going to be, yeah. be back. competing for time yeah. for West Ham. So just something to think about. Not the guy that you're going to bring in, but just somebody that's going to be there. Interesting. To me, this match, this next match, had the best narrative of the weekend. I know we've had a lot to talk about already, but Crystal Palace nil, Sunderland four. Sunderland four? Nothing for Palace for Sunderland. Uh, Kone, Ndong, and then Defoe with a brace. Didn't you feel like this was shocking? Stunning. In Crystal, in. In, at Sellers Park. the Palace of, of Crystals. The, what is the, their place called? At the Sellers Park. Palace of Crystals. I like Sellers Park. <laughs> All right. That makes Home it sound, of the Crystals. That makes it sound, I was say, that makes it sound if like. If they only served Crystal Burgers, that, that place would be well, amazing. Look. Anyone who listens to me, look, listens the late, to the pod, The Lady Eagles me. cheered their hearts out but could not do anything to stop the black cat. Have you two never had a Crystal Burger? No, never. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it's, it's the like southern version of White Castle. Yeah, That's what I tell burgers. people from the north. Okay, so I will never eat that. But it's that better. Okay. It's amazing. 
the big news out of this. They have, cri- hey, they have crystal chicks that are like, you know, like a uh, little chicken, little crystals. They're amazing. Brian and I just shared a look. We're really not sure what to make at this moment right now. Yeah, crystal pups too, Brian. You would love those. They're like little mini hot dogs. I feel like considering that the cheerleaders for Crystal Palace are called the Crystals, there's been a lot of innuendo in the last <laughs> 90 seconds. All right. All right. So Sunderland's goal is big. Defoe scoring two. That's, he had a big week for those who have who've kept Defoe, and why wouldn't you? Um, but I think the biggest name in this one's Jack Rodwell. Jack Rodwell wins. He wins. Finally. Unbe- How long has it been? It has been, David, eight months and 29 days. Since he's played in a game and won? No, since he started a match. Since he started a match and won. Eight months. Yes. It's nearly an entire Premier League season. That's amazing. (laughs) And then hilariously, not hilarious, but I mean, I guess it just kind of figures. uh, Injured hamstring off after 51 minutes. (laughs) I mean, he couldn't even seriously. Can the guy catch a break? Now and he, and they said after a really good match, a guy that where he yeah he didn't get on the didn't get on didn't score yeah but had a huge impact on the match itself. Wow! Happy trails, Jack Rodwell. Just for fun. Well, I don't know that he's out. We'll get to that in the injury roundup. Just for fun, 0.7 percent of fantasy owners own him. Mm. Um, it's, it's really high. My fantasy half point goes out in this match. Yeah, but in order to tell you who is getting it, I need to read you my limerick. Okay, oh, I'll try now. Good. Yeah, yeah. So you'll, I think you'll be able to figure it out. I, I, I name them in the, in the, in the, in the limerick itself. You'll figure it out. We'll, we'll talk about it when I'm done. But if you don't mind, I'd like to go ahead and read it now. Now it's perfect. All right. And Dave, and I'm just gonna say this word right now. You edited into the limerick at some point. Nantucket. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I'll, I'll I tell you what I'll do, Brian. I'll beep the uh, word that doesn't need to be censored, <laughs> so it will sound like he made it dirty. Okay, mm-hmm. that yeah, works. sure. On to the limerick. The message came from a place of hurt. It probably made the players feel like dirt. Mm. The supporters let fly their angry and hateful cry. You're not fit to wear the shirt. Yeah, that was wow. Brutal. Did you hear them? Wow. After that fourth goal yeah. went in, they were, I, I don't even know what word to describe, vitriolic. I mean, they yeah. were completely incensed at how terrible their club was. Unmirthful. They were not mirthful <laughs> at all. <laughs> I still don't even know what that is. Thanks for bringing that up. My again. favorite part of last week's pod was, what the frick is mirth? <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Crystal Palace supporters, for being honest, brutally honest with their club, they get my fantasy honorary half point. Yeah. And well-deserved. Absolutely. Would, Was it Kone think. or Ndong that got the first goal? Kone. So that goal, that was a iffy. A little cheeky. Uh, Hennessy nearly had possession of the ball. It was kind of knocked out uh, of his possession yeah. and then and then tapped in by Kone. He got a bit rammed into. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little. So you got to think, you know, you're not going to hinge the whole match on one single play, but you know how that is, the way mm. things can turn. You know, On one single play, the Falcons know how that can happen, Brian. Well, Ironic you said hinged, you know, Wayne Hennessy's woodwork. 
opened for business after that first goal. And yeah. all of a sudden, Sunderland yeah. couldn't stop scoring in that first half. They go in 4-0. They're listening to their fans scream, scream at them. And, and in unison, they did a great job coordinating that. I think what makes it worse is, number one, Sam Allardyce has never been relegated. He's never been relegated from the Premier League. On top of that, he played his former club at home. You would think if anyone knew how to beat Sunderland, it would be Sam Allardyce, right? Yeah. But they, they beat him. Yeah. Crushed him. Stomped his face. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Nothing really uh, else to say like about Like a this lady match. eagle swooping down into a raging river and pulling out a salmon. Uh, yeah, I think Kayla Kayla's hungry for wins. What's, la- what's last? Watford 2, Burnley 1. We stumbled into the finish here. <laughs> Troy Deeney. Freaking Troy Deeney. Uh, Holy cow. Why do you say that? Because, I mean. Because he always scores when Brian doesn't Because I him. had him for a, yep. for a while. Yeah. And he wasn't doing anything and He didn't for do you. anything. And now he's got three goals in three weeks. Yeah. yeah. This match turned on the Jeff Hendrick red card. Uh, not that that would have impacted many what, fantasy owners. What do you think about that, Scott? You think I think if that was a red card, Mata's was a red card. Yeah. But. I mean, you can't compare that way, I guess. Uh, I think it was... I almost felt bad for him. When he got up, he was surprised that he couldn't believe it. He kept right. playing on, and I wasn't sure if he was trying to really sell it and, and no, hope for yellow. I, I think he really Unless he's an amazing actor, the look of, of disbelief on his face was real. I agree. You know, Honestly, I don't know if it's referee fatigue. You want to know why? Why? Because he didn't have intent. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I don't know if it's fatigue of referee decisions or if it really was that the referees got all these close calls right this weekend, but I don't know. I just don't feel like it's worth arguing. It was was close enough. Yeah, sure. Uh, Ashley Barnes, the most championship-looking Premier League striker right now, uh, scoring for Watford on a penalty kick. Really, there's no better championship striker in the Premier League than Ashley Barnes, right? Ashley Barnes does not play for... Watford. No, Burnley. Did I say Watford? I meant you Burnley. Did. He scored Burnley's goal. You did. Your intent Thank was you. to say. Yeah, what was it your was intent? my intent. Don't don't give me a red card on that one. Just give me the yellow. <laughs> I meant to say Burnley. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, what was suddenly resurgent Watford? I don't know what you do with those guys, honest to goodness. I don't either. They, they, what, they beat Arsenal two weeks ago, right? And then they, they, yeah. they beat Burnley this week. I mean, that's not a shocking victory, but I mean, they get to... Two they wins, were trash. Three two wins weeks on the ago, hop, and now all of a sudden they're they're not trash. I don't, I don't. Like they're January. They made a lot of January moves. They sold more guys than they brought in too. Maybe they got you know Mazzari. Maybe he had his finger on the pulse in that locker room. And yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But don't know. they're they're performing now. Other than Tom Heaton or me or maybe a Burnley defender. I mean, there's no one Still interesting not a lot there. Yeah, except Chelsea. <clears throat> Excuse me, Chelsea coming to town. Yeah. For Burnley, so. you might have to take your yeah, but come on, man, you're at Turf. Park Moore. it, man. Yeah, you're at Turf Moor. Park it. I don't know. Heaton gave up two goals this week. Yeah, but he wasn't at Turf Moor. Is either. that a sign of things to come? Was That's not true. at Turf Moor. That's a good point. That's a good if point. all the English national team, if the English national team played all their games at Turf Moor, they too could be on you know impenetrable. Interesting. We Brian? can segue straight into an injury roundup. Let's do that. Howdy, partners! It's the injury roundup. <laughs> From Watford, because Roberto Pereira officially was ruled out for the remainder of the season. He had Uh, Thomas. He had a meniscus injury in week 16, so that probably wasn't a good chance of him playing much, if at all, the rest of the year. But 
according to Watford's club site, he's traveling to Udinese. Yeah. For what they're calling an innovative recovery program uh, that only that's only available to younger players. So, sounds like something A Rod would have been. Interested yeah, in. that's exactly it. Yeah, it's it might be. No, it might be. It, it, it might be it, the. It could be some. St- it's probably some stem cell treatments on his uh, meniscus and his cartilage to grow some back. That's probably what it is. It's like the. It's like the where they send all Arsenal's players to go recover in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, more bad news for the Southampton Saints. Not like they needed any more bad news. Sophie and Buffal yeah. already uh, has been spotty this season with injuries. Now out indefinitely with an ankle injury. That no idea how fragile. long he'll be out. He might be more fragile than the English national That's player. That's a disappointment, though. I mean, club record signing, he, he could be good in the Premier League, but he's not in the show. Anymore. I mean, when you almost get injured more than Daniel Sturridge, there's a problem. <laughs> uh, we already talked about Andy Carroll. Uh, Why's it got to be? Hold on, Brian. Hold on. Why's it <laughs> got to be Daniel Sturridge? Why can't it be Danny Welbeck? Why can't it, it be could Aaron be. Ramsey? I mean, that's well, not, it could Welbeck be. Welbeck has had two major injuries. He doesn't have the little... Niggling little. Listen, listen, listen. listen Danny. Just well, because both of our clubs are are poor right now doesn't mean you got to take it out on me. Take it out on your own club. I got yeah, my own misery to deal own, with, Dave. Ramsey might play this week. The only person that's been out for a long time has been Kazorla. Uh, no, there's no chance. Fine. We'll, we'll get to Aaron. You know Ramsey. what? The only person that hurt worse than Buffal is Sandy Kazorla. <laughs> How about that? Look, the I'm point not, is. I'm not testing. Look, the point is that and hat trick Andy is dealing with a. Lingering groin, groin yeah. issue, yeah. so he just needs he gets a, good, a goal. Like, he plays fifty-five minutes. The guy's going to be out there. It's not. It, Billich says he's hopeful that he will be okay. Despite struggling through an ongoing groin problem, there isn't a worse sounding injury than no, a lingering, groin lingering groin. Injury. I agree. Yeah. 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 That's the worst one. Uh, we talked about yeah. Hector Bellerin. That there are multiple people within the organization and then also there's a a family of a a former player who died of traumatic brain trauma uh, who are urging Arsenal to play it safe with Hector Beller. He's in whatever the equivalent of their concussion protocol is. Uh, They said that uh, it is 14 days is the is the entire is the entire uh, uh, evaluation process, yeah. but depending on how they pass certain uh, checkpoints, they can come back in as many or as few as six. Uh, so six days. So he may or may not be available. They said it was a good sign. He did come back out to sit with the team after the injury, so it wasn't. Premier League uh, is notoriously weak. right. I was gonna say so concussions and be- I mean. You, you you compared uh, Bellerin's uh, knockout to mixed martial arts. Yeah, you know w- when guys are knocked out like he was in mixed martial arts, and it was just like that. I mean, body lift. Was, yeah. I mean, he went down, and don't minimize the impact when he went down too. Yep. He his didn't feel it turf. necessarily, yep. but he hit his head on the turf when he, when he landed. The way that he was responding, where he had no control over his limbs and his fingers were were awkwardly, mm-hmm. you know, splayed out. I mean, all the signs there. I mean, when that happens in mixed martial arts, there's a there's a, a doctor rushing in, and the referee's holding his arms down so he doesn't do damage to himself. Yeah. I mean, all that's happening, and Bellerin's just let you know, twitching yeah. on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm really disappointed in the Premier League that that more wasn't done there. I'm glad he didn't come back in. That was my fear. Right. I really yeah. thought he might come back in. 
but they he needs to sit this next one out. I mean, they're hosting Hull. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hull's in form for Hull, but he needs to sit this one out. Um, we already said shock injury. Shakiri. Shocker. Shakiri. Sheridan. Mm. Shock injury. Shakiri. Owned by three percent of of FPL. Yeah. Those same people still own Johnstones. Shocking. High. Shock injury. Shakiri. Calf injury. We'll see if he plays this week. I wonder if he's going to make it out there. Man, you know, the only person hurt more than Shakiri is... Is Aaron Ramsey, yeah, who missed this week and is likely to miss the, at least the next two. Also a calf injury. Speaking of soft tissue guys, Aaron Ramsey. What a year for hammies and calfies. You know who, ironically, has been amazingly healthy this year? It's been Jack Wilshire in Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. Bournemouth. And he's been good. He's been pretty good. He's I mean, he's not scoring in, a, in. He's not like lighting up the, the fantasy sheet. He's not, but he's but doing he, a lot in the midfield to he set has up been, guys But yep. shockingly, I think he's probably played the most games in a row probably he's ever played. Yep, absolutely. It's weird. He's been really good in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Can you, I think Bournemouth would be. Maybe that's what Arsenal's <laughs> missing is Jack Wilshire. Uh, honestly, maybe. And I, 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 I'm going to go so far as to and, say. Uh, and. He honestly, he's he's the type of guy to get in someone's face and say, "You better step it up, mate," or something. I, don't know. You know, I think that's about it for the injury round. Yeah. As far as Wilshire goes, I think Bournemouth would be in the relegation zone if it wasn't him. for him. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. Well, we're getting to that point in the season where we talked, we alluded to the FA Cup rescheduling some matches. We we refer to double match week sometimes in our pod. That's when. Some clubs have to play two matches in a week because of FA Cup reschedules and yep. League Cup reschedules. So uh, start looking for that. Save that wild card if you still have it. You're going to need it when the double match weeks come to load up your lineup with guys who are actually playing. It might also be a good idea to start looking ahead. Like Brian's already said, the schedule's already changed for some of the teams. It's good. Start looking ahead to keep your team a little diverse so it doesn't catch you by surprise. Yeah. In the meantime, another standard weekend this coming weekend, match week 25, starting Saturday morning or lunchtime, depending on where you yep. live, what yep. time zone you're in. So get those lineups set on time. Scott, where, where can people find us? FantasySoccerFC.com. That is our website, at FantasySoccerFC on Twitter, and FantasySoccerFC is our Facebook page. That's right. All right. Well, we made it. Made it to the end in uh, training, room, training Room Delta. How was my volume? <laughs> I think it's been pretty good. All right. I guess we'll find out. We'll find find out out soon enough. Well, this has definitely been our longest pod. (laughs) Try to edit it. Try to edit out a minimum of 15 minutes. Get it down to an hour. Cut 15 minutes. Like this whole part. You can edit this. If anyone's still listening to us at this point, shame on them. (laughs) Shame on them. Yeah. You heard it. Fair enough. That's why you can edit this. Yeah, fair enough. And listen, for uh, for Brian, for Scott, this is David. For Brian, for Dave, this is Scott. Until next time.